beautiful bitches. It is Wednesday morning. Prepare to pop, lock, and drop it. Maybe get Buck in here with Jake Shore. Sit back, relax. This is No Limits Podcast. Dude, if your next you know? DJ set doesn't start with you in a suit and like a skull calf as a principal with like the national anthem playing, oh, you know, yeah. class bell rings, yes, I school see children that drop the beat. I definitely want, first of all, I want to always try and find a way to give back and educate in the educational field in some way, shape or form. I definitely, you know, still try and stay in contact with some of the people I worked with and things like that. But I know that that's one thing for me and maybe you find this easy or hard too, but I try and bring my past life back around into my content when I can, because so many times I get these, you know, you hit these uh, viral moments or you hit these moments where like, it seems like followers are just coming in, right? And they may only know you from the dancing video I just posted a month ago, but have no idea that I was a third grade teacher just two years ago, that I've done this. this, So uh, I'm always trying to bring that stuff back in there, but trying to do it like so that it makes sense in in a way. Um, If you look at, I always call it, um, if you start looking at yourself like a cable news company. Yeah. Like they have the morning news and that's their first segment of the day. So for me, that's like legitimately the the morning wake-up alarms. Yeah. And then they'll have like their... Uh, maybe it's like a QVC. They bring in a guest who's cooking on the news segment and they're showing the new pots and pans for sale. Yeah. And then at night they have like the murder mysteries Okay. and, and yeah. sports. It's also sports. That's a good way to put it. So it's, you have four. So even just in watching what other, and it, it could be news or even take a, maybe something that applies more to us, take MTV. MTV has, you know, ridiculousness. They have, that's all they have. Jersey actually. shore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so if you, if you, I, I I'll send you mine. I made a content wheel, like a legit wheel oh, okay. on, on Canva. And it literally looks like it's like an animated pie chart, basically. And it has the 8 to 11 different pieces of Pillars, the pie yeah. that I do. So if I am ever in like a, like even right now I have, um, if I'm ever in like a content low. We're getting the juice right now, people. We're getting the juice. I'll, uh, I'll go back. So like even in drafts, I have 781 drafts. Oh, yeah. Fully ready to go. Fully edited with captions already on there. Uh, just fire away if you're having Yeah, it. like if exactly. You're not feeling like posting anything like or being creative. Like the drafts are already there. Ready to go. Fully edited. Have not been released. And that's 781. And it's because uh, I'll go back to that wheel and I'll say, okay, I just posted uh, an accent video. Uh, maybe I just posted a flip life video. Maybe it was the morning alarms. Maybe it was relationships. Maybe it's me doing the kid yeah. uh, where we're in a public space. I was like, we should have kids. Yeah. Like, what? It's like, it's I don't so good. Blend it with something else. So to back to like, you're doing your vision boards, like content's the same. If you were to find yeah. the, and maybe for you, it's like, uh, one post. So maybe it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday is music Monday afternoon uh, Wednesday afternoon, Friday afternoon is my past life. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday, Thursday, we fill it with something completely different. Like it's, yeah. maybe you like going thrift shopping, yeah. you know, and it's you literally, we are just wearing these. Like maybe it's you literally wearing these shades. Those are sick. Recording, yeah. you know, as you're just literally rifling through shirts yeah, so and stuff. I, it's funny. I like, again, I love hearing this and my, I'm from a teacher background, right? So every month or so we go through that professional development where yep. somebody comes into the school or whatever. So this is always huge for me. I think so many people forget about this. Like no matter how successful you are, like you got to tap in with people like yourself that are doing similar things because you're always going to find out new stuff. I guess I do somewhat similar, but I still haven't found like that, like concrete process. Right. Um, and I love that. I love hearing it more as like a pie chart versus like um, a calendar like calendars freak me yeah, out and I just don't the like same way. I don't like doing that no. like I like knowing my pillars and knowing like okay and I like what you also said about how maybe you pick which days go with which parts of that pie chart because right. going back to the idea like you're a cable news network or TV network that's how people are they even though that's kind of the old way like the cable's not a, a huge thing anymore right but people still like to digest they almost like to know what's coming but not it's still unpredictable, totally. but you like to have kind of a schedule. Or like that's your setup back to you being a teacher. Like when I'm in 
high school, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday are block days. Yeah. Like yeah. a bit longer classes. And I got science in the morning yeah. and math and gym. And then Tuesday, Thursday are the 45 minute classes. Yeah. You know, like it, it's the same, whether it's cable news or it's the classroom schedule, like that pattern. Yeah. Has, it's already in our DNA. Yeah, it is. And you know? it works for us too. It just makes things easier workflow wise totally. so that you're not stressing out. You're not, because I, I think for me, what, what about, what about you with the new years? Like I think new years for me, I post that recap or I post that the new year stuff. And like, I've had a great year. Yeah. had a really great year. And I, I'm not, I'm so proud of everything that I was able to accomplish this year. But in a sense, I'm also like, oh, wow, am I going to be, can I do this again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do it more. Yeah. Uh, how do you kind of go about like hitting off the new year with content wise? I don't know. I think I've, I've found that I do sometimes go up and down with content. Yep. And I'm sure you do too. It's just like either the burnout or feeling like, but what is New Year's for you? Is it is it an exciting time? Is it a time where it's like it's kind of stressful? Because I know it stresses me out a little bit. I it's funny. Um, you're pro- my intuit. You're probably saying that because the New Year's for nightlife is huge. Yeah, it's it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know. Yes. Yeah. Biggest nights out. Uh, even price wise, bottles and tables are like ten x what they normally would yes. be on like a regular yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The New Year's for me is weird. Like it sounds a little anticlimactic, but I for me, I literally uh I we have a year end review. So I sit down with my agency and we'll have a year end review and we'll go through everything that went well, everything that went bad. But for me, it's like just a it's the thirteenth month. Like I don't start it as like, oh shit, whole twenty twenty four. This is it's yeah, just I hate being like you that. know, cause it, it, like there's 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 probably six to eight projects we started end of 2023 that we're now really in the weeds with for 2024. Yeah. So my brain hasn't even begun to be like, oh shit, yeah, it's a totally new, you know what I mean? Like we did have our year in review, which was yesterday. We looked back, we saw everything we did. And then and then uh, today at two, we have our 2022, our 2024 layout. Um, so maybe it'll hit then, but like, I've been noticing the last couple years, it's like, like, so for me, I always go back to the audience. Almost, it's weird as I'm speaking out loud, the how a DJ thinks to how someone on social thinks is almost the same. Like with my content, I go based off what the crowd likes. Yeah, what's my comment section saying? What's my D? Almost like when you're playing a song and like, you know, a third of the room stops dancing, you might mix in something else real fast and spice it up. You know. Uh, See, I forget about these things, honestly, though. Like, I think it's all them. The yeah. more you, the more you, like, dude, I heard the other day, uh, uh, family is an acronym, which is forget about me, I love you. Mm-hmm. So, I, if you take that to your content, I'm nothing special. Yeah. It's, what do you guys want to see? Yeah. What do you guys like? What videos have gone viral? What's the retention rate? Yeah. That's some of the things I, w- I was talking to my team about yesterday is like, I really want to. Um, dive into like what really worked well this this past year um, and what you know I just kind of dial things in I think that's the pressure I felt just recently over the New Year's because I remember last year New Year's I felt the same way I was like it's nothing new it's just we're continuing on what I've been doing totally and I guess I still feel that way um, maybe because I, I didn't DJ this year on New Year's I kind of like took, right. took a break and yeah. just kind of watched everything unfold uh, from from the outside and so I don't know what it was but I've learned that those moments of uh, of doubt, which we all have, um, some people may think guys like me and you don't have that because of what we portray out to the, the real world. We do, right? Totally. Um, I, I've learned to kind of just almost keep swimming, right? And just kind of like bounce with them. And I know that because I love this so much and what I do, I kind of just trust in that. But I also think there's a lot of power in dialing things in and using what has worked to push forward and just kind of wrap it all in. And I think that's something where I'm at in my content totally. um, career. Cause I've only really been pushing content, I'd say for about two and a half years, three years. Yep. Like I right at, it was so funny. Like right when I put in my years or my leave of absence from teaching in 2020, 2022, I think um, like a month later in April, I was still teaching. I had the rest of that year to go. I started pushing TikToks. That's kind of when I like really started getting, taking content seriously. Right, right. So, you know, I mean, I think we're all around, you said three years, four years. Yep. 
So I think I'm just a little bit behind you and maybe that's the info I needed is just like how you kind of look at the hundred you know, the organization piece of it. Yeah, that's it. It's like it's like I lit I vividly remember downloading TikTok three years ago as a joke and being like, mm -hmm. that's stupid. Yeah. And then but I always loved media. Like I was I was the guy doing the morning news in high school, you know. Okay. Like me and all my idiot buddies. Naturally. We're trying to yeah. make it the most inappropriate morning news show, yeah. but not have it not that little teachers know, you know, right, the inside right. jokes that the yeah. whole school knows. So we were doing that. So then when TikTok came out, it's back to the the 10 a day, like, and it's the advice I give anyone starting out. Even uh, you know who actually took this advice and crushed? Uh Gary V, back to just tie it to you for music. Gary V gave Russ. And he said, put out one song a day for a year. 365 songs a day. Yeah, I remember that. And he fucking exploded. Yeah, he did. It's the, back to the patterns with schedules. It's no different with content. Yeah. It's a volume, volume game. For sure, for sure. And analyze, not just like, oh, let me put out a video and post it and it's going to get two likes. Like, be thoughtful into what your audience wants to see, you know, and what, what has the retention rates. Yeah. That's yeah. the most important metric, whether it's on... YouTube shorts or TikTok is retention rate. Yeah. Click your settings on the video and see where it's a, it's a line chart and right, see yeah, where it dips off and why, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's interesting stuff. And I think too, the thing, the other, I like talking about this just because it's what we do. Right. But at the same time, I think there's a whole underside of it. Like there's the posting side of it, the concrete side of it, but there's the there's the side that we're talking about now kind of like what all goes behind it and why does it work and why is it working for us versus maybe not some other people and um I know for me, anybody that's watching this that knows who I am or follows me like the, I've I've felt that like the people that are watching want to know how are you doing this? Totally. You know, how are you doing this at this volume? Um so I think it's always good for us to be able to talk about that so that you know we're not gatekeeping the hundred percent and the biggest unlock is starting to bi like build your team and bring on strategic partners bring on we just we just brought this guy mel on from the philippines okay he, any like high res editing you see of mine it's not me doing it it's all yeah anything with pop-ups and graphics and stuff it's all this guy mel how do you feel about that i think i i still i know it's important to Huge. delegate things but i also feel like sometimes it's like ah, i just i'm the one that needs to do this take i th i thought the same thing but that we it's funny we were just having this conversation with uh mikey v with radio like you you back to what you said earlier how do I do better than I did in 2023? Yeah. In 2024, it's it's how it's scaling. Yeah. And if you're you can't sit there and edit 10 videos a day. Yeah. And I then can't. post them. But if you don't do that, you're hindering your growth. Right. No, that's you know? how I feel too. Cause like right now I'm really I'm in a spot now where people are expecting music from me. Totally. Like they're expecting big records and uh I'm I'm blessed to be in that spot, but it's like between music and content, yeah. it's it's difficult, man. You, it's tough. And then imagine if you brought on one person, and I can even give you Mel's contact. Who, the, the hack is he's in the Philippines. They're 12 hours ahead of us. Ah, uh, nice. So this episode, actually, the, the shorts that come from it, uh, there'll be a Dropbox folder. He, I'll give him access to that folder. So when he goes, when we go to bed tonight, it'll be... Uh, noon if i go to bed at 11 yeah. it'll be 11 a.m his time he gets a dropbox folder throughout the day he edits and then when he goes to bed he puts them all in a different dropbox folder i wake up saturday morning tomorrow morning and i have a dropbox folder beautiful of all the shorts yeah and that's you what, know what I, mean? that's, I do kind of have a, a homie of mine that that kind of has been helping me out with the organization piece of that because i found too that sometimes i have so much content yeah and that if i don't do something with it it becomes almost like, yeah, almost like a waste, right? But at the same time, I've realized too, especially with DJing, and I'm sure you have 700 plus drafts from maybe a year or two years ago. People don't notice when something's from like a year or two no. ago, unless it's like specific time specific in the video, or maybe that you mentioned like what day or whatever year it is. Um, so what I've been doing too is like, we'll sit down for like 45 minutes to an hour, whatever long it takes. And I did this like three or four times now where we'll take one of the folders from one of my shows and we'll go through it. Gold. That's gold. That's gold. That's crap. Probably not going to be able to use that. That's gold. That's gold. We'll pick maybe five to 10 videos and then write out five to 10 hooks for each video. Yeah. And like on TikTok for me, I, I think of it as like, there's no like 
that like taboo rule that you can't post more than once a day, right? Like on Instagram, I, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like on Instagram, it's still like if you post more than once a day, people are like, yo, something wrong with you. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's still volume on like, I'm even subject to not posting enough on Instagram. I should, even at today's, today's metrics at 1.1 million on TikTok, I should be doing minimum three a day. On Instagram? On TikTok. On Instagram, I also should be doing probably two, probably two a day. Really? And I'm at- And you, you don't feel like that messes up like your engagement at all? Course, it's gonna, this is like with the big mix up. Everyone gets so caught up on, this is back to scaling. Mm -hmm. It depends on what you want. Some people just want to look like their page is doing well. Mm -hmm. Like I had a buddy, I'm on the phone with him last night, posted a video, went crazy viral, He's scared to post again because it's going to push that video down. Yeah. So when you come on his page, it's he's going to see the video that has two likes versus the one that has like 100,000. Yeah. So it depends on what you want. I want to reach a larger audience. Right. And I know the only way to do that is to continue to post. I look at posting as – so we it's we were just having this talk off air with Mikey V. My uh, wife and I did a mini moon in St. Marin. Mm -hmm. And on the beach there, there's this volcano. It's literally on the horizon yeah. it's called Saba huge volcano it's so far out on the horizon you're like you can barely make it out you know but you see it, it's huge yeah it's probably beautiful right and to swim out there it's going to take forever each paddle but if you were to swim out there you it require you to paddle harder and harder right and I look at well okay if my goal is to get to that island or if my goal is to grow my Instagram uh one breath stroke, if you will, is going to be a video posted. Yeah. Gets you one more notch yeah. closer. But if you do. But if you don't post, if it's been two days and you haven't posted, you're just treading water. Right. You're not growing. Right. You know? So if, if growth is the real thing you're looking at, and then each time you, if I posted three times a day, if I posted 10 like I used to do on TikTok, I'd, prob I'd probably already be a couple million. Like yeah. it's to my own detriment, you know? So I guess the question, the question though, is like, I understand that on TikTok, 100%. That's what I was getting at. So like, we'll go through that folder. And like I did the other week, I, I we picked out like five videos. We wrote five hooks for each video. So that comes out to what, 25, like whatever videos that it is. On one day, I would, I'll post that, right? And sure enough, two or, I think two or three of the videos hit over a million something, right? Yep. So like the volume piece works. But on Instagram, do you feel like it's the same way? Like, I, I do, because I think what you're probably about to say is you're, when you look at your page, you're looking at it as just on your profile. Yeah. Like this. Like when you come to your page, you always land here. Mm -hmm. Zero people are consuming your account right. like this. They're, they're consuming your account like this. And for those listening and not watching, it's people are coming to your page based on what they're seeing in feed. In the feed, right. Not on your, your page. Like I never understood... That makes sense. I, I just thought there was still like that rule on Instagram. Like no. TikTok, I totally know. It's like, it's, you just go. Just it's fire away. It's a volume game. Okay. It's in, and and it's like, it I will say, I will say the, the, the one asterisk to that statement is the video on TikTok. So I, I put it in two pools. Instagram, the video needs to be a little more buttoned up. Yeah. Still, yeah. Look a little nicer, a little more better lighting. Whereas TikTok can be just like, Raw. I, so yeah. conversationally, TikTok is you out of the club with your boys. Yeah. What's the conversation like? Whereas Instagram, dinner with your in-laws. Okay. I like How do that. you act? Right, right. What right. are you wearing? You know, what are you saying? True, true. So I, like on TikTok, I, most of my shit is shot POV, one take, no thought, no no uh, coming up with hooks. It's just done. It's posted. Okay. But then I'll Instagram. I might tailor that get, into get me the notepad. Button. You know what I mean? Start writing this stuff. So down. for me, like, and you're you're a people person too. Like, like you know, for me, the if I mentally when I go to post a video, I'm like, okay, would like the the tone and tenor needs to change to match dinner with the in laws. Yeah. On IG versus you know TikTok, TikTok, wild, TikTok, wild you wild and the boys. Yeah, yeah. You and, the, and not literally you and the boys is all the content is, but like you and your girl. Right. It could be funny. It could be loose. It could be light. And that's, I find myself doing that a lot too. I think for me, it's a little, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm just making up an excuse, but you know, I think what you have that's nice is again, it's really surrounded around your whole life. You are, totally. I mean, I am the brand, but you are also the brand. But in, in the sense, I always have to kind of bring it back to music Yeah. Um, because that is what I'm trying to push at the end of the day. And it's funny because in my realm, 
there's still a lot of people that I have to, I felt like, especially this past year, mainly in the last six months, like I really had to convince people that I'm not just a content guy, yep. that I'm actually, I make music. So like I've shifted a lot of my content in the past three or three to six months. Uh, um, I've built out one of those pieces of the pie chart to be primarily how I make music. Yep. What does that look like in the studio? Um, very, exp yeah, very, ex and it, dude, it's funny because it's worked. And yep. so like, I always look at it as like, what's the question that your audience is right. asking? What do they want to see? And I kind of knew, nobody that came out to me and said, you need to prove yourself as a, as an artist more than just, right. but I know, totally. I knew. And it's funny when I started posting those now in the last month or two, I finally got some of those labels that have never, those dream yeah. labels hit me up. Some of those big artists hit me up because that was the last piece of the, their pie right. that they needed to see from totally. me. So I think it's just, um, yeah, man, we can talk content for days. And that's, you know, part of this is I wanted, I love learning from you, bro. And I think, uh, you know, outside of this, would love to continue to, to touch base with you on that. But I just love everything that you're doing right now. Thank man. you, man. And like, I'm really trying to feed that. Because at the end of the day, like I said, like people don't want to feel like I'm selling them on my song. I'm, you know, don't want to be too selly. Um, there it is. But, uh, dude, the soft, uh, the 2024, the way to sell in 2024 is forever the soft sell. Yeah, you know, yeah, hundred percent. Like, here's a here's a curveball for you for music. Uh, true story. Guinness, like the actual beer, mm -hmm. wasn't. This is this is decades and decades and decades ago. Wasn't selling enough beer, so they started a book called Guinness Book of World Records. I had no idea that was the story behind that. That's crazy. Is that crazy? Yeah. And sub subconscious total. This is the conversation I have with with. I'll talk. I'll tell you off brand a couple of brands recently that. Uh, I'm we're having these talks with. Mm -hmm. It's the subliminal sell. Yes, 100%. people. Someone's gonna pick up a book titled Guinness Book of World Records. And to a kid, when I first saw that in elementary school, those were they were the. Shit. I'm not thinking yeah. beer, you know. <laughs> it was so sick. Yeah, of course. But the yeah. kid gets them, and maybe it sits home with their parents, and they're seeing Guinness. Mm -hmm. And then when they go to the bar, they're like, "Oh yeah, let me get a Guinness." Guinness you know? Yeah, I'm breaking records now. It's just there, like, yeah. No, that's that makes sense. That's what I've been trying to do more, more, more often too. I saw a really cool again referencing somebody else's um, uh, content. There was a girl just sitting in her car, and first thing was like millennials versus Gen Z, and she talks about this whole uh, scenario where she went to a store, tried to buy something at the store. It was like a, a clothing store, and the and the fifteen year old cash register, the person at the cash register was like, "Oh, can we get an email?" And she said like, "Blah blah blah at." hotmail.com and the girl looked at her sideways and she's like oh we can't find that and she's like okay um what about blah 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 dot at aol.com it led into the the millennial was like this little girl was giving me crap because she didn't know those emails mm. and called me an old person and then i noticed she had a nirvana shirt on and she was like so she said okay well i'm gonna ask her i'm gonna see what do you even know a song from right. nirvana or whatever and i took it as like okay wait I can recreate this, and instead of a Nirvana shirt, I got a, a remix of an old Akon song. Oh, get, hell get, yeah. Get Buck in here. Oh, yeah, I'll, God. I'll have to play you some stuff, bro. Uh, but th that's how I'm like, I want to take that video, kind of do the same thing, but lead it into yeah, the Get Buck in here. Totally. But that's the subliminal sell, right? It's like, it doesn't start off like, listen to my song. Oh, no, God, the, no. Right? Because that shit just doesn't work Dude, anymore, there's a man. guy, I got to send it to you on TikTok. Uh, he's a DJ. All he does is... Uh, uh, POV, the bride and groom are big fans of the Polar Express, and it'll be this banger song. Yeah. But then all it'll be like a Young Thug song. But instead of right where the beat drops and Young Thug's gonna come on, it's the uh, conductor from the Polar oh Express God, that, that he's matched the voice into. Yep. It's like all aboard, and oh, it, and the video, and he's he's playing the characters. He's playing the bride and groom that are like so pumped to see the song. Yeah, and then he's back to him at the DJ booth, but he's. He's so creative or like each time the camera cuts back to him, he's starting to look like the conductor. That's hilarious. And by the end of the video, he is Tom Hanks, the conductor. Like, Dude, I've been doing more acting like that too. It's crazy. Like I never thought, and it's funny, I heard this the other day and maybe maybe you've heard it too. It's like that initial dream that you started out with, you like in there somewhere, you fall asleep and you, you end up in another dream. That yeah. you're like, so like for me, obviously music is the dream, DJing on massive festivals across the world and i'm getting towards that i've been able to chip away at that dream for sure but i'm finding myself doing more acting and yep. when you when you start doing something else subconsciously it starts bringing that to the table right so 
brand deals, and I've met some actors recently. Yep. Um, become friends with James Kennedy yep, from the that show. I, I love that. What's the show? I'm losing it right now. Uh, Hurley, might need to jump on Google. What's the uh, Vanderpump Rules? Is, why yes. did I was totally blanking? Sorry, what a guy. Hurley's so sharp. It's God, amazing. This is why you need a Hurley, bro. It's for totally. real. Um, yeah. So I love that show, but that's also how I've been looking at like music and content. Is yeah. like you are a show. Like simple as that, right? Literally. And um, but I find myself acting more and more, and I think for that's why I've been able to do so much in the music space because I've been able to pair it with the content yeah. and the storytelling, right? And it's just um, what do you want to do? Like, what's 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 a career goal? So, kind of like I just mentioned, I think for me, having uh, several hit records over the next five to 10 years that really changed the game and yep. um, also traveling the world, but just being financially set with music, yeah. which I am more now than I was two years yeah, ago, which yeah. is great. Um, obviously, I feel like there's a lot more to go. Eventually, you know, I want to segue that into creating my own label and yep. um, giving back. Like, I think that's such a, that's the educa educator in me. Like, I always want to be able to give back and and not gatekeep and help the next guy up. Right. Um, and kind of find talent. But like I said, I feel like it's also starting to segue into this thing I never thought before where I find myself acting more and yep. more. Um, and who knows where that's going to lead to. Totally. You know, I might end up running a podcast. I yep. might end up doing a talk show or whatever it may be. And, you know, if that's what is in the cards, I'm with it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, as long as I'm doing something that makes me happy, it's never going to be work. Right. And I'm, right. I'm sure you live by that, that, that code too. And, but I think what people struggle with is how do you get there? hundred percent. Right? Dude, maybe that's a new part of your content. It's literally back to the rust thing. It's maybe it's legit a song a day. Like, yeah. like who, you know who the throat goat in my opinion is in country music right now? What, what's a normal, what would say someone drops an album. Mm -hmm. What's the normal amount of songs on an album in dance music or just in general, just like any, I think that's crazy. I feel like any album that's been dropped lately has been like 20, 30 songs. That's so, which is wild. You know who's doing that? He's about to drop another one, but Morgan Wallen the has goat. 36 songs yeah. on an album. Whereas, like, I remember, like, a, if you bought uh, American Idiot Green Day, that's 12 songs on yeah. an album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the Carter. Now eight. What a great, yeah. <laughs> what a great yeah. album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Carter Three, I think, is. 12 songs another song. goat album you know like that definitely used to be like industry standard was 12 and now it's 36 yeah you know or 20 in years well to me though it's like i look at it as like why am i going to drop a 36 song album when i can drop a 36 weeks of music it, you know what i mean dude, and like, exactly like that's how i look at it and i it could be right could be wrong i do like the third i think with morgan too like obviously he's got a massive fan base and yep. following that's going to listen to all 36 songs for the next six months until he drops another one I don't know, especially in dance music, it's just a little bit more like hit and go. And, yeah. you know, you may have a, it's weird. Like my, my, I, I think song, the song that I probably changed my whole, I guess made me a little bit more legit in the DJ world and just like the dance world was hectic. Definitely is not my most streamed song. Right. But right. it is lived for, Hurley can attest it, it's lived for six, seven, eight months. I released it last March. Yep. So almost a year now, more than six, seven, eight months. Um, and that's the music I'm focusing on yeah, now because yep. I think for the longest time, I've only been producing for two, three years as well. Right. Um, so for the longest time, I was just trying to figure it out. Like I'm just trying to figure out how to make music. And right. like now I feel like I finally hit my stride and hit my sound. I'm not even going for like the most streamed song. I'm going for a song that every other DJ, that Hurley's going to play, that Fisher's going to play. Yep. That's the music that I'm trying to make now. And so I think it's interesting when you have – the, the conversation between albums and singles. I think from a content perspective, I would rather do 36 weeks of new music singles yep. versus dropping a 36-song album. Right. Um, but to each their own. Yeah. I, I, you brought up something that I kind of want to shift a little bit here if it's cool with you. Please. I'm interested in this. We're talking about music. You brought up the Carter Three. What is? Give me some of your like Mount Rushmore albums. Little Wayne. Life. Or just like, yeah, rappers or I whatever. Old Hurley, 9.30 p.m. on my wedding. Once that... Time hits. Hit, hit me. Wayne. Wayne. That's it. I love it. Okay, That's cool. It. So it, not to put you out here, but let's, how about this? When did you graduate high school? So I'm 28. So I graduated 2013. Okay, so I'm 30. Yep. 31, I guess now technically. Um, so we're in the same wheelhouse. Yep. So Wayne, obviously that changed our lives, right? LimeWire days. And you know why, Wayne? This will throw you for a loop. Okay. It's Wayne because at least in my very short vocabulary of music, Wayne's a rapper. 
Oh, he's the best rapper alive. He also put out a rock album. Yeah, he did. He did. He went. He went that way. I think those are the those are the goat artists that can do that. Like Diplo. Diplo. Think of that like that creative. Like it's crazy. And like take that to back to like not back to the content, but like we were just saying this too on the last pod to not blockbuster yourself. I think yeah. my biggest fear is getting blockbustered. Yeah. Which we're like pigeonholing yourself. Do you know the story with blockbuster? Oh, blo- like legit blockbuster. I know what you mean now. Okay, yeah. So yeah. like Netflix started. And they were valued at, I think it was 50 million. Mm-hmm. And to Blockbuster at the time, that was nothing. Right. And they came to Netflix. The CEO of Netflix comes to Blockbuster and says, Would you like to buy my streaming company? We're valued at 50 million. And he got laughed out of the room. Right. And that made him so pissed. And Netflix used to be the little red box. Remember that? Wasn't that the same thing? Dude, or- but even before that, Netflix was just CDs in the mail. Yeah. You'd get your little queue. But they, it's crazy. Blockbuster, the, the brand with all the money, didn't believe in streaming. Right. Which is just evolution. Yeah. You know? That's the that's where a lot of people fail. And that so like to take it back to music, like you have to find a way to innovate back to Russ. I think Russ is in a problem now where he sounds the same on every song. Yep. Yeah. Dr- take Drake. Bro, Drake was in Degrassi in a in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Was like basically that like bald. Yeah. You know? From, he went from and now look at where he's, he's like, look at the evolution of Drake is yeah. the evolution of Drake is like the, uh, the, uh, what do you call him? The, the apes to humans. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He, cause he looks different year over year over year and his music sounds different. That's a really funny, it's funny you brought that up. Cause it was something else I was going to ask about is just like keeping up. 100%. I think the way you continue to be successful is how well you can keep up. And man, do I miss teaching for that? Because yeah. I had these third to fifth graders that were always hitting yeah, me with like the, the slang. I knew the slang. Yeah. I knew what was in. I knew what was out, bro. I never, I'll never forget. I remember this is like my first year teaching. So 2015 and I was, I was teaching fifth graders and I remember them telling me like, Mr. Pete, Facebook is out. That's, yep. that's for old people. And at the time, Facebook was still kind of like a thing. Yep. And I remember my last year teaching, which was a couple years ago, the kids were like, Instagram's weird. Yep. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean Instagram's weird? But you have to know those things. And I feel like I'm a little edged now out of it because I'm not like in with the my students. But yeah, that is a huge piece of it. So like And it'll happen with TikTok. Like my mom's on that's TikTok. That's what I'm so scared of. Like, what is it? What's next? Well, that's the thing. That's how could it even get better? That's where it gets like even more I think like like I really think we'll we'll live somewhere in here. We're not at VR yet, but oh man, VR's about happening. to get there, like, dude. It's happening. I I listen. Do you, what, what podcast do you listen to? Uh, big Jocko guy. Actually met Jocko right here. He's my background. Dope. Screensaver. Yeah. Okay. I like Jocko. Uh, I've only heard him through Joe. I'm yep. I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. I'm kind of in the Joe Rogan family tree. So yep. that sent me to Theo. Yes. Uh, sent me down the road to, um. The Nelk Boys eventually. I don't yep. think they ever been on Joe. Maybe they they were, but I ended up hearing the Nelk Boys, um, and then I heard Patrick Bet David. Yes, dude, legend. I'm not a. I'm just to throw it out there. I'm not super political, but I do appreciate when somebody brings on different totally people and doesn't keep it one sided. And he brings in all sorts of people, people that he agrees with and people he doesn't. But why I asked too is. Um, I asked just, just podcast-wise, just so kind of like if I bring something up, you, you know kind of what we're talking about. What did you say before that, though? I forgot. Uh, Evolution of Drake. No, we were saying keeping up uh, with TikTok, keeping up with... Oh, oh the AR. AR. We yeah. started talking about AI. Okay, yeah. That, dude, I've yeah, seen some Drake. I've seen some crazy shit lately, man. I've seen some really crazy shit. And like, I'll say kind of Joe Rogan just said this uh, yesterday on his podcast. And like, I don't want to sound like that guy that crazy guy but dude i'm i'm feel like this is like the babies that were born yesterday that's like the last generations of like straight up humans i think we're we're moving ourselves out i think we're building the next thing that is going to be it's scary bro oh 100 but like i always go back to to patterns people said the same thing when elvis started shaking his hips yep they were like Society is no over. Way. There's this no way. It's never going to happen. And now, like, look at the shit Miley Cyrus has done at the VMAs. Like, it is child's play compared to Elvis shaking his hips. Like, exactly. this, it is, un- to your point, unfortunately, it is just a matter of time. Evolution. It's you a know? matter of time and, like, the deep fakes. Like, eventually, one of us is going to get deep faked out and we're going to be put on sam- something, saying something, and it wasn't even us because it's, it's gotten that good now. I saw um, a commercial. I forgot what it was like what they were promoting but it was a completely ai generated commercial with people dude i couldn't tell you that it was ai generated yeah. at all which is so in a lot of ways of course people are going to be like oh my god that's 
that's so scary. And obviously it is, but in a lot of ways too, it could be, there could be so many good things it's, by it, right? It, it's going to be a tool to scale. And that's what I'm trying to, that's my, one of my goals for 2024 is. Do you use AI currently at all? Do you use chat? Not enough. Yeah. Not enough, man. And that's so, maybe that's the next question for you too, is like, are you using AI as well? Dude, and like, what do you use? Almost every day. What should I be using? <laughs> so check this out. Do you use, uh, this is just like very basic, very simple, uh, use ChatGPT at all? I know what ChatGPT is. I think I have like a bogus version of it. I think I don't have like the actual one because do you pay for it? So it, yeah, I do not. The subscription, the pro version is 20 bucks a month, but on uh on here like if you ever wanted to this guy create chat box ai not the same thing right? yeah no you should get chat so chat gpt okay. is the was the first open face right. ai right. and it can do fucking like if you wanted to uh do you sell merch yeah yeah i'm starting to yeah do you do you need a website for that uh i'm just doing it actually i'm running it through a website i'm doing okay. it through printful and all that stuff but then it's based on my website right now so so i'll do code a website to <laughs> Jesus. sell that's crazy how many pieces of merch do you have uh like 15 right now this is like basic 15, items excuse and i'll have you click and click the little up arrow just because you can feel it vibrate so all i typed into there was code a website to sell 15 SKUs. what SKUs? SKU is uh individual items See, so I'm learning things <laughs> this whole time here. So if you hit enter, Whoa. feel it in your hand. Yeah, bro. It's so with all the code right now, you would take that to Wix or to uh, uh, Shopify and you would just right click, copy that code in and you're done. You don't need to pay editors anymore. Like, bro, that shit is so powerful. Yeah, then that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I'm I'm a bit like we talked about keeping up, right? It's like you could sit here and say, "Oh, AI is gonna be the end." Like, yeah, maybe a long time from now, whatever. It could be not good for us, but right now, I need to figure out how I can get this to to Dude, work for AI me. AI Drake was almost better than Drake. <clears throat> it was. And then what does that's that do thing. to music? Yeah, dude, that's like a whole nother. I you know think what I, mean? I think that scares me because I think what's gonna happen, the AI like voices is one thing, but you talk about a point where it gets to, you can type in, I would like a full album <clears throat> of uh, Morgan Wallen Drake songs. Done. And it gives you 30 fire-ass Morgan Wallen Drake songs that nobody else ever has. Why? Where's the producer any, anymore? This is back to Blockbuster. You got to yeah. find a way to innovate. Where's the selling? The, like, how are you going to sell that to me? Why would people go buy or go stream other people's music when you literally, anybody can just speak and make their own? That's scary. Is that crazy? It's crazy because it's, I'm a big proprietor of if you can think about it and you can say it, it probably can happen. It will happen. hundred percent. That's scary, man. Is that like, and it's here. Like yeah, it's, Pandora's knocks going back in the box. No, like, it's AI. <clears throat> I am actually looking forward to when I can type in, because I like 08, Wayne. I can't oh, wait till I can just type in, uh, so so there's there's actually a language that when you talk to ChatGPT, yeah, you say uh, basically what you want the goal to be, the right. outcome to be, the prompt, right? You're talking about yes, uh, who you want it to resonate with. So like for your store, you could be like, make me a website to sell ten SKUs that appeals to millennials, mm -hmm. um, and then you can go like format that looks like the barstool shopify store yeah enter and i'll code it that's i can't crazy, wait to man. imagine with music uh i want little wayne auto-tune vocals over house trap beat enter yeah and it's fucking i mean even to give me inspiration right now you know right. or even to like i wonder how it could like if i like put a track that i've already worked on and like finish this for me type of thing you know or like i don't and like then then you start getting into well is he really doing this and is he really doing that? But it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I am. You know what I mean? Like, is an automated car really driving? Yeah, it, it right. is. You're right. just not driving it, you right. know? So, yeah, it's crazy. Is that I, nuts? It is wild. And, like, the other thing, too, is, like, the evolution of it, going back to that, is, like, it took us hundreds of millions of years to go from a little Adam to, yep. uh, to a podcaster to a Harvard professor. It's taken two decades to go two three decades to go from whatever uh, internet basic mm -hmm. internet to where we're at now that scaling and that speed is what's scary At patrick mcdavid said this every 11 <clears throat> months technology doubles that's wild and like what does that look like because i think people can't fathom they say artificial intelligence it's not there's nothing artificial about it it's just a different thing that doesn't that isn't in a biological vessel like you know what i mean it's like something that we haven't even 
can think of. Well, we so know, it's, it's, like, it's bonkers. If you listen to Elon Musk talk about it, we know how, and this is very like, you know, tinfoil hatty, but Elon Musk was on Rogan. Yeah, yeah. And said, uh, we know how this ends. Like, we know it ends just like I Am Legend with Will Smith. Yeah. We know the robots kill us. Yeah. So that that's here, and we're here with ChatGPT just being released as yeah. one of the newer features, or or Ray-Ban Meta glasses. The, wild, bro. You know what I mean? So how many, is it, you know, a thousand years? Is it 10,000 years? Is it, yeah. is it five years? You know what I mean? That's like, why we got to get the bag now. That's why we well, got to go so now. It's so important to like, and like I, I always, uh, it's so funny, the crossover from our last podcast, this like, it's so important to diverse, like in investing, they say to diversify. Yeah. So whether that's stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, but even more importantly, like, how can you put the money you're making now into assets that are totally weatherproof? Yeah. You know? So like yeah, man. multifamily homes, everyone's going to need a place to live. Everybody, you yeah. know? Uh, maybe that's section. I have a, uh, actually, he was one of the first guests we had on here, Eric Spofford. Uh, he does only Section 8 homes mm. and has thousands of Section 8 homes. Yeah. And people, you know? people got to live. AI can't live in a home. That's true. So, like, when you lose your job as a DJ, and when I lose my job on TikTok because they don't need me anymore, yeah. Jesus. Where have you put your money in the in the few years we have to do that until that's done? That things are now paying you. That that's where my head goes long term. Like, yeah, you have to diversify. If you get a bag from uh, performing, or it's got to go into you know what? Maybe now it goes into editors and agents and stuff. But where can it go to? pay you yeah your future wife your future kids you know yeah those are things again going back to what we talked about first like for me it's always going to be family first totally and it's a huge piece of it and you could tell that it's it's it shines through for for you as well because you put it out there so i kind of feel like i know that about you but yeah those are things that i think maybe that's the stress i've been feeling too because i feel like this is a year for me where i need to really start thinking about that because i am finally at the point where I'm actually making a living off of what I'm doing. Right. And it can't just be like, all right, now I'm doing it. Well, what am I doing with it, right? And how right. can I sustain it um, so that when I my, – my goal too is like if I do really, really well and I, let's say I become this household name as far as a musician or whatever and an artist, I don't feel like I'm going to – this may change, right? But I don't want to get trapped into a 30-year career of touring and not being around totally. and not raising my kids. Like I honestly want to do it like uh, – who, who did it really well? There was a B.O.B. So mm. random, but he did it Dude, so right. well. He popped off and then you didn't hear about him. Right. But he right. he'd obviously probably made great money. He had a bunch of hits. Yeah. And you never heard from him again. I think there's something cool about that. Yeah, I, I totally personally. agree. Uh, and 100%. You know, bringing it back to like content, do you feel like though, as you've grown bigger, depending on what your goal is, do you feel like pulling back a little bit to make people because i feel like there's a thing about when you pull back and you go kind of you go away for a second or you do a little less it makes people want more it's kind of like when we do a radius clause when you're playing in a city yeah you don't want to play in that city the like a month earlier yes, because it, right. it takes away from like right. the, the build do you feel that about content i i think uh this is back to like posting a shit ton i think this is a moment in time for everybody even like it's crazy even like every career even as an athlete you Average career of an NFL player is three years. Yeah, we only focus on Tom Brady, who played right. a thousand True. years. Average career is three years in the NFL. TikTok's way longer than that. TikTok's been around for three years. Yeah, you know? True. Uh, content will be around for forever. The the device in which we film and take in content will change. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, that's that's definitely where I, uh, even folks at the top of their game, like take Kyle from Full Send. Yeah. Uh, has openly talked about he doesn't want to be 45, you know, running around like they do now right. and asking people to buy things. And, <clears throat> um, you know, like I think I definitely think there's a certain level, but I think everyone feels that, you know, like there's a certain level of like longevity. So that's why it's so important. Like to like, I love that you lift Patrick McDavid's amazing. Uh, Gary Vee's another guy I listen to a ton. John yeah, I, I know Gary Vee. Like, I don't I haven't listened to him enough, like <clears throat> like actually, but. Obviously, I've heard of him. I know who he is. There's a lot of um, guys I'll send you. I'll text you after this. Uh, a lot of investor. Pod- they'll just get your brain thinking like like back to football players. Average career is three years. 85% of those players will go bankrupt. Yeah. Because and this this is Crazy. so easy for the nightlife scene to get caught up into because someone gets paid a bag and what do they do? 
They go get the Cullinan. Yep. They go get the mink coat. Yeah. They go get a cra- crazy watch. Like, don't let this it watch happens. confuse you. Like, this is from house. This is a gift from me from a guy, uh, House Wale. That's a nice who watch. Who made this. You know what I mean? Like, it's on me. Don't, don't get confused. Right, right. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's so important to take the bag and, and how do you put it into assets that'll yeah. pay you. Yeah. And I, for the first time in my life, you know, I didn't come from money. Yep. Blue collar family. My dad's up. My dad. My dad's still working. Yep. Electrician. My mom's still working. Yep. Um. So for me, like, I never even had that money. So like, it is really a a big stepping stone year for me to really like meet people like you that are in the similar field and are doing stuff like that and like learning from people. Like, that's another goal that I had on my twenty twenty four list is like really start to understand what can I do with my money to make sure that it starts working for me and that I'm setting myself up because yeah, I don't want to do all this and then four years from now I'll be like. I ain't got nothing to show for it. Right. My my wife, my future wife won't be my wife at right. that point. Right, yeah. You know? so or like when I was always so, I love him to death, <clears> but <throat> I was always confused when uh, Wayne came back and toured uh, and did House of Blues here. Yeah. Whenever that was last summer. I was like, he's, why is he? And then here, you want it. So I listened to uh, Apple Music does a podcast with uh, with Wayne. Oh, okay. And he has different guests on. He had 2 chains on. Mm. And they were actually talking about the same thing we're talking about. Uh, do you know 2 chains? makes more money from the land and property he owns than he will ever make in music. That's crazy. And so he said that to Wayne, who I thought they were boys since the song Duffel Bag Boys came out. Great song, by the way. Wayne's like, you did what? Yeah. He's like, yeah, this whole time I'd get paid and I bought all these. So he bought like uh, all these multifamily homes. He's got 700 acres in Atlanta that he subdivided out to different families. That's crazy. He owns a strip club. I'll bring, so it, like, I'll bring in some cash. But imagine this. like Everyone's so confused of the game. Like, like oh, I'm going to go out to a club or, or in 2 Chains' thing. I'm gonna, Wayne's going to go to a strip club. And uh, 2 Chains is like, I'm going to own. I'm going to own one. This yeah. thing. All the money you guys are like, that comes back to me. Yeah. Like, that's where your brain has to go to be like, okay. and you know who does it even better than 2 Chains? Rick Ross. Oh, yeah. I heard about Rick Ross. States are crazy. Has the largest estate. I believe in all of, uh, I believe it's the entire East Coast. It's a crit. And then he's got uh, he's got zoos that he owns. And he also has adult entertainment stores that he owns. And he's got nightclubs that he owns. That's wild, man. Uh, man, it's crazy. Yeah, no, it's definitely all things I definitely need to think about. And I am thinking about it. I think that's the step with most people who, you know, just to, some advice from me. And you probably agree is like, half the battle is just starting to think about these things. 100%. Because once you start to think about them or then you start to write them down and you start to plan them, it's crazy how those start to become like a goal and a focus. Um, you, you've been dropping a lot of names. So I know that you, you know, going through your page and seeing who you've met and I've had a pleasure to meet at least a lot of people in my, my you know, sphere of music. Who's some, who's some cool people that you've met that you've either learned from or that, you know, you, you were just like, holy shit, who is this? Dude, we had Gary Vee on the podcast. Right, yes, I saw that. And that we went dope. to his office to do that. And that, just to be able to build a, like, to build a relationship with that guy, like, it's a dude, when I graduated, uh, I had 60K student loan debt. I saw this, yes, this is, I saw this this post, this is sick. And, uh, yeah, just like, like very similar upbringings, like uh, working class family, you know, um, let me go to our messages here. And every day after, uh, every day in college, I'd listen to this guy, Gary. And, uh, and then to now flash forward and I'd be able to like, like we, we, this is just IG DMs, just going back and forth. Just casual. Just yeah. casual. It's great. Videos getting sent. Uh, there was one that like blew me away, which was, uh, where was it? Yeah, look at this. Uh, November 14th. Uh, just checking in. Love that. Just out of like, t- that's total so blue. important. Like, and, and like, I'd also to give, to do that for yourself to somebody else too. Like that, I feel like not many people understand how important that is. Totally. Like the the check in, like, yo, how you doing? It's not transactional. I don't need anything from you. Yeah. I legit want to know, like, how are you doing? Right. Um, you know, I may not, definitely not, I guess, on the same scale as Gary Vee, but Fisher, I don't know if yep. you know F- Fisher, he's pretty, one of the biggest, I think, house music artists in the game for a lot of reasons, but he's done a really good job of just, He's able to be in with the underground scene, but also be, you know what he looks like. He's yep. very out there. He's kind of, he has that commercial aspect to him as well. Um, he had been playing my song, uh, Hector, oh, hell for, yeah. for like the whole year. And, you know, just seeing that and like playing it like it's his own, you know, he's yeah, playing yeah. every set. And I finally got a chance to meet him. Um, and I was so scared to like walk up to him backstage at this show in Arizona. And 
he was, you know, being bombarded by a bunch of people. I hate being that guy. And my dude that was next to me was like, dude, you've earned the right to go say what's up yeah. to him. So he kind of peeled off, started walking the stage. And I was like, yo, fish. And he's like, what's up, mate? He's from Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, you know the song Hectic? He's like, oh my God, it's you. So I was like, That's what's awesome. And he was so dope. Yeah. Uh, and since then, we've, you know, he, uh, I think took like four years for him and his wife to uh, finally have get pregnant and have yep. baby and you know little things like messaging him just like straight up like dude happy yeah. new year congrats on this I know that you've you know it's been a it's been a long run um, he was res responsive very responsive we're back and forth on emails now and it's like it's so freaking cool yeah it's so cool that oh, like because yeah. then you on top of it it's like wow all these things that this guy has to do through his day all the people that he has and he still has time to respond to me because he either sees something in me or just is a yeah. dope person. Yep. Um, and I think that's so important to to do. And it's it's cool to hear that, you know, a guy like Gary Vee. Dude, it even like starts that. like with like when you get comments now, respond to each one of the comments. Yeah, I try I try my best to do like, that. Like think think about as we're even talking about dudes that are on insane platforms from a follower account. Yeah. They still take the time to reach out. But then, like, someone will get four comments and they won't respond to the four people. Yeah. It blows my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and it's, it's hard, too, because I feel like as you get bigger, it becomes harder to keep up with that. Oh, or, you may, or you may lose that. Like, I don't really need to. But I try my best to still do that. I think that's something that both of us have is the authenticity makes us feel like we're approachable. Um, and I think that's been something that's worked for me a lot. And, and I know it worked for Fisher because it was that moment where I was like, wait, I remember this guy. I've seen him for years. Yep. He's, it would shock me if he would, if he would have been an asshole. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And so yeah. I think that's us wearing our, who we are in our sleeves. Like Gary V2 seems very approachable. Yep. I think it's so important though, too, to, to try and keep up with that because it shows that you're not, you don't think you're bigger than, than you are. Right. Um, 100%. Shows the type of person you are too, you know? So I think uh, that, and I also heard something the other day, I think it was on Theo Vaughn's. He's like, no matter how big I get, this might not have been Theo Vaughn, so don't quote me on that. But I know it was, it was some podcast I was listening to. He's like, no matter how big you get, one of the best things you can do is go back to the places that got you your start somewhere and just show up yep. and just say what's up. Um, I have been, I was kind of working for the, for Big Night Um as well as being managed by them. I was kind of helping, you know, get some of the TikToks for their venues started and whatnot and just doing some consulting and what and whatnot. And um, I did that for the first like six months, seven months I was here. And then recently I, I've been out of the office kind of just focusing on music now, which I've been very blessed through Big Night. Um, and I went to the office just yesterday and um, the welcome that I got back. Yeah. Such a great place in general, but like you can tell people really appreciated me just popping in and yeah. saying what's up. Um, I definitely want to do stuff, do that with my school eventually. Yep. I haven't been back in a couple, in like a year or so. Um, is there any places that you've been to recently that you kind of got your start or that you would like to go back to? No, I'm not there yet. Like there's so much on my, there's so much that for me to have a moment, like, I don't know. There's so much, uh, like I'm a, I'm a very grassroots kind of guy, Yeah, you know, like, uh, there's been smaller stuff. Like I spoke in my college and stuff and, but, uh, no, like I'm a big, um, momentum. I love that. I love like the yeah. American Idol does it. They have hometown week where everyone goes home. And yeah. I think like, I do like that, but no, I think there's, uh, I back to like our audience. It's nothing I'm doing that's special. It's the audience. I feel that in one spot that makes it special. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I feel that. and to have like that sort of clarity of just, you know, um, like I'm, I'm unbelievably approachable at a, at a moment's notice, wherever I may be. Like yeah. there's no, that, there's never like, oh, I'm too cool for school. Like I'm always trying to give the best advice possible. You know. Yeah, you have been for forever. Sure. I mean, like, my experience with you has been that so far. So. Yeah, like that's. But I definitely, I think there's uh, you know, at, maybe like once uh, maybe once like you know, we'll event. It's funny. We'll actually eventually like move back up. To, I'm from Southern New Hampshire originally. So oh, okay. We'll like eventually, like we're looking like build a home up there and stuff. Yeah, and, I think eventually uh, I'm gonna move back to Chicago. Yeah, at some point. Chicago's I'm great. It is, man. I, I think love you know, obviously I'm biased, but best city in the world, especially in the summertime. It's pretty cold right there right Dude, now. Dude, I we so last season uh, we partnered with the MLB, so what, I, I had to go this. to every stadium. So cool, Chicago. I think Chicago and um, uh, Toronto was cool. The stadium was sick, but I really like um, um. The Padres, San Diego Padres. Yeah, I, I haven't gone to the Padres one. I went to really um, cool I went to San Francisco's. Yes, 
which is really dope. Obviously, I, I made it to Fenway this past summer. Um, I'm not a huge baseball guy, but uh, and I'm honestly more of a Cubs fan than a Sox fan. Just yeah. Black and white goes with better. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little bit harder, too, to wear. Um, but uh, yeah, man, something about Wrigley in the summer, Dude, man. it is great. It's crazy. It's like it's the, a cool city. Yeah. That's, that's the, the city, too, is it, it gets a bad rap, obviously, for the violence and whatnot. But to be honest with you, I lived there almost all my life yeah. up until last year. Uh, you just got to know where to go. Yeah. Like, and I know where not to go type of thing. And, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the thing I've noticed, too, and it's like any, anything, right? Once you leave somewhere, you really appreciate it. And totally. I, I, I've really had a perspective, like, shift of, I mean, I've always loved Chicago, but, like, being away, it's just the people. Yeah. And I love the people here in Boston, too. There's a lot of similarities and whatnot. But, yeah, it's just that vibe. It's just that Midwest yeah. vibe. It's just a little bit different. Um, a lot of, like I said, a lot of similarities to here in Boston. But it's just something different about it. And, man, it, it makes me, like I said, that's why I want to go back to do things. Like, totally. I just did, a, um, I've been doing these pop-up uh, DJ sets. Yeah. Which are really popular right now in just, like, the house music scene because I feel like, since the pandemic, people want a little bit more than just going to a club. Right, uh, right. And so I did a pop-up set at the, I forget what park it is. It's Skate Park here in Boston. Mm-hmm. It's got the big graffiti all over it. You may have seen uh, it. By the Zagum? Under the Zagum? Yep, yep. yep. And uh, that was kind of the kickoff one because it was just me and a couple cameras and like a drone. And it did really well on social media. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, listen to your audience. Let's do another one. So I did one uh, pop-up shop, uh, pop-up set at... Um, just a liquor store in Chicago. Oh, right? hell like yeah. Bodega. It was like 40 people in a liquor store on like, a, I think it was Black Friday. And dude, what a vibe. Like there was no That's pressure to, to, to drink. There was no pressure. Yeah. Like, it was just people there for the music. And I think we're working on one here. Dude, uh, at I At the end love of the month. That. Right behind us in the card vault. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, nothing's set in stone yet. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously uh, you know work in progress. So, um, but it'll, 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 Dude, that's, that could be another pillar of content right there. That's what I'm thinking. And that's you know? what, like, right now, I think over the past year, I've built so many pillars. Yeah. Some of them have really worked. A lot of them have worked. And then, of course, there's some like kind of flops or whatever. But that's what I mean is like, I have the pillars for sure. Right. It's now like I need to start devoting myself to totally. that idea of like, okay, this is where I'm at. Maybe... I have a day or two or maybe like a day where I do try something new because I'm really big into that too is like trying new content and A being it. Totally. But that's what, you know, hearing that from you, now I'm like, for sure. I need to make sure that I'm sticking to these pillars so that people, the audience grows accustomed. Like Monday, Jake's going to post this type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're you're your own MTV. And don't be scared too. Like the, you might post something and it's going to flop. Yeah, and then you, and then some people will post something and it flops. And they go, "I'm never doing that again." Yeah, want to hear some crazy stat? Back to like where I am now, married, all my content's like relationship based. Uh, when I first got started I, three years ago, I was single. Mm-hmm. When I was posting ten videos a day on TikTok, uh, built up a very small following. Like it was maybe at. Uh, I think it was like 80,000 and then a little while later it was like 100,000, 150 and um, at 150,000 followers, I get in a relationship and I post Ashley, my now wife, for the first time, mm-hmm. I post her. I uh, It's on TikTok, video's still there, actually I never took it down. I wake up the next morning, I lost 80,000 followers by posting her. Cause and now, but it, what? And look at where we are now. Look at where it is. Yeah, a million plus. It's all her and I. Yeah. So imagine like if I got. I remember calling. I have a twin sister. I called her. I was like, Shh. I and to build a hundred fifty thousand followers oh, for God, me this is like a nightmare. For me, I was like, I was like so pissed. Ten videos a day, mind you. you yeah. Know, no, that's build work, it up, bro. That's crazy work. And you and you you. Because it's all single content. Yeah. And, yeah. and then you lose 80,000 followers. I could have, in that moment, been like, yep, never posting her again. Yeah. But I kept posting. Yeah, and then keep grinding, keep post number two, same deal. I remember I was like, I think it was like 1,200, a lot less. Oh my God. And I was like, it's going down, it's still going down. And then now, look, like, I'm always fascinated with how many posts does it take to turn the ship yeah. to then go in the right direction yeah. and scale? And like, it took probably, probably 40 pieces of content. It was losing followers each post. Losing, losing, losing. Oop, no one's really watching the videos. Still relationship content. Oop, that one got 10,000 views. Two more followers, thank God. And then continuing yeah. to post. And now look at where we are. Like each each one, I think even on TikTok in yeah, the last- it's crazy numbers, man. In the last, uh, like it's it's back to back, you know, very good numbers. And it's all it's all wedding content. Like, so-, so when well, you, kudos to you. Let me say that because I, I feel like that's one of my worst nightmares is just that of like, dude, like 
you, you never want that to happen. And, I, and I've been there too. You post something, I was like, like I posted a Throwback Thursday yesterday. Yeah. I was like, I want to bring back Throwback Thursdays. Didn't do well at all. Yeah. And I was sitting there yesterday. I was like, should I just like delete this? But you know what? It's me and my cousin that I've grown yeah. up with. He's my brother. It's me. I can't. And, right. and what you ended up doing is like, you're, you're with a girl. And then you eventually got married. Like that is, you can't fight that. And no. I think so many people struggle with that idea is like, no matter if you are a full-time creator, you're a DJ, you have something to offer because more times than not, if you're just going to post your real life, so many other people are going through that too. 100%. You know, and there's this one dude who literally just, I think he just tries coffees like every day and like pairs it with something else. But like how many people drink coffee every single day? Yep. You're going to tell me that your life is any more exciting than his? Yep. You drink coffee too. It's just about how you kind of formulate it. But I love hearing that. And I think a lot of people will benefit from hearing that too, because that would scare the shit out of me. And I'm glad that you kept going. Isn't that crazy? You know, man. Yeah. I was devastated, bro. You know? So that's yeah. like when, yeah, when you I said, I got excited when you said you're going to try new things. Just consciously know when you try new things, the first 10 videos of that new category yeah. are going to maybe whatever, whatever you're into outside of music, whatever it is, yeah. it's going to flop. But, but post 100. Post a hundred videos in that new category, yeah. and then make a decision of like, okay, yeah, no, the hundred flop. No, that's you that's know? good stuff, man. I mean, it's like, like I said, I think half of this battle, more than half of the battle with with content and just with anything, is that mind game, is that mindset, and the mind game that that we all go through that deters us from feeling the confidence because we have obviously a, a, an uber confidence about us. Some people may call it cocky at sometimes, whatever. But you have to be confident at the end of the day. And, you know, I consult with some artists on the Big Night team as well. And one of them I was just talking about, I was like, dude, you got to want to show your shit. Yeah. Like, you got to want to show off a little bit. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a sense of showing, you're showing off or sh putting on people to your life. But you have to be proud of it. You have to be confident about it. Totally. Otherwise, it's going to bleed through um, that you're not and you're shaky and you're not like, you know. So being that confident piece, it also comes, you need it the most. When you hit a, a a low like that, or you you're like, oh my god, what did I do? Um, yeah, it's it's easier said than done. Totally. And even sure. though that even folks are confident, like that's cool too. Even posting even posting your more insecure, intimate moments. Oh yeah, that'll that'll like it depends on what you want. If it's going viral, if you if you were to post a video today of you crying, I guarantee you it's a hundred thousand views minimum. Crazy. It's crazy how that works. So like I don't get it. I, like I always say, like confidence is great, yes, but even more important is like if you are. Whatever your authentic self, yeah, the is, realness. The realness know? is the most important. thing. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna send you into the right places too. Because if you there's the I think the worst thing too sometimes is you post something that's not yourself. It goes viral. You love that, but now you're viral for something that you don't even. And you get stuck in it. Yeah, I had that dude. That's we had. Uh, I'll leave his name out of it, but he's he's uh, was stuck in a niche that he hated, and he was, but the numbers were there. Yeah, you know. And I was like, dude, like, so the niche he was in was twofold. It was going viral every video, guaranteed. But of the content style, it wasn't bringing in any new opportunities. Brands weren't looking at that being like, yes. Yeah. And then I told him my story, dude. Like, I when I first got started, I was only, when I first got Georgina, my agent, I was only really posting morning alarms. These hyper energetic yeah. videos. Which are great. And if they weren't. If it wasn't a brand like a Celsius or Dunkin' Donuts, I had no at bat with the right, brand. Right. You know, uh, bounty paper towels has no use for a guy that just screams into his phone. Right. Back to the pillars thing. So now I have the eight things I do. So morning alarms, we just did one with uh, uh, Factor Nutrition. They don't want a morning alarm. Right. You know, you have these other things that they can. Right. They, but you have exact, uh, Celsius. We just did a, uh, we're working with Celsius currently. They don't like the morning alarms. They don't like the all the relationship stuff, but they like the Boston accent stuff. Yeah, which is great. So boom, <laughs> your we, shit's so good. Man. We posted like it's you'll you'll have something to offer someone. You know. Yeah, so that's a good so thing. Back, back to, to diversify, dude. That's like the name yeah. of the yeah, yeah. diversifying. We're lit. We're lit. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's it's wild. I mean, it's like it's also con this has been very. Um, You've confirmed a lot of things for me more than anything. I mean, I've obviously learned a lot already. Dude, uh, here to help whenever, but, yeah, dude. However, I can assist. That's super. That's mad love. I appreciate that. I think um, we we need more people like you. Like I feel like I have a lot of the same mindsets too. Like just the being able to not gatekeep. I mean, our time is precious, but at the same time, you you understand like the cyclical and how it works when you give back to people that 
you know, are working totally. and they're doing the thing that they need to do. So. Where, uh, I want to make sure we plug you up. Where can everyone find you online? Where, uh, any, um, any shows people can find you at and, or yeah. like how, how <laughs> um, plug, shameless plug, plug away. it up. Here it goes. Uh, I'll bring out the power strip. Here comes the plugs. <laughs> um, so you can find me at it's Jake Shore on Instagram and TikTok. You can find me at just Jake Shore on Spotify, Apple, all the streaming services, um, I got a big record coming out with uh, DJ Susan. He's a good friend of mine. He's a big DJ out uh, from the San Diego area. He's the man. <clears throat> Very similar to us. Big vibes. Yeah. Big big, uh, big energy. We got a track coming out. It's kind of a, a rendition of Get Buck in Here. Oh, hell so, yeah. So uh, we, we clubbed it up, and it's a ripper. Uh, it bangs. Nice. And so that's coming out at the end of the month. So be on the lookout for that via Hood Politics, um, which is his label. Yep. And uh, got a couple other big releases coming out the year. But uh, you can find me on the road. We're going to be posting up the new the new tour schedule pretty Hell soon, yeah. I would assume, because we just uh, locked in a bunch of different dates. Nice. But first date tonight, actually. Oh, no way. Uh, I don't know when this will be you know pushed out, but uh, January 5th is today, right? So I'll be playing the Grand. Let's go. Yeah, Hell yeah. So, don't know what you're doing, but if you want to come to Dude, through. the last time I was at the Grand, <laughs> Hurley knows this story well, was when Hurley was DJing the Grand, and I was... I don't. I don't really. I'm not uh, a club guy per se. Yeah. And I went out with her. We did the DJ club night. You know, the dinner before yeah, and all the, that the whole thing. And I went out with Hurley, and that was we had a time. Yeah. Hurley, Hurley's man. He knows what's up. Hurley's best. Um. So that's like most recent. That's literally tonight, which is cool. But um. Yeah. No. I I got a couple spring break shows out in Cancun. Nice. We playing in Boulder at the end of the month. I'm gonna be playing um in Orange County with Nico and Sway at the beginning of February. And then out to D.C., looks like we have a, another couple Miami dates and nice. Atlantic City. So things are coming up. I think, like I said, if you follow me on any of those social media outlets, um, and even Spotify is now good with put, putting out the dates, Yeah, you can find me there. Would love to have anybody that wants to come and dance. It's a dance factory every time. Hell yeah. So, I love it. Yeah, I'd love to have you out. Too, 100%. Whenever you guys can. 100%. You know, no pressure, but uh, that's when you get to see the real, th- real deal, I think. Yeah. You know, and that just happened to me, like the whole proving myself outside of being a content guy. I was playing a show in LA that was very, uh, it's a built-in through some pretty big name um, labels slash promotions, Space Yacht, Insomniac, or some of the bigger ones in the game. And I did a, a like a hidden playlist or a hidden secret lineup for them out in LA. Oh, hell yeah. Crushed the set and a couple of the guys that ran it. I, I usually get a, dude, you killed it, or dude, that was awesome. They both looked at me, two separate dudes. I get it now. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, like that. That's a huge compliment because I switched. I added that little piece that they were missing. Right. Showed it to them through my performing. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah, man. You got to come see the real deal. I love it, dude. Jake Short, thank you so much, man. Peace, man.